It's stage three of the Marathon de Saab. Oh, day three in the, the Saab household. Day three in the David Hellard's tent. Already, the other people in the tent are realising the level of conversation is very low. <laughs> Actually, that's a good point. By day three, have you got through all of the chat? Oh, standard the chat, chat with you've all got of through, your tenants. I think you've got through all of the chat by even by stage one. You are you are <laughs> plumbing new depths. Everyone's feeling tired. Everyone's you know starting to feel fatigued. You you don't really care about anyone else now. So you are going to you're going to pretty similar lengths that we go to when we've we've run out of um, of things to talk about. Think you're assessing the quality of the um, members of the opposite sex around around the course. And or the same stuff. That, that takes two days to happen. No, no, because you think you start thinking. Oh, wait a minute! I I wonder how. But I'm going to look pretty bad in a few days. But then you forget that you that everyone else deteriorates with you, and you think, oh god, it's going to start smelling awful, or you know, all the stuff that you, you you're worried about. You go, I'm be wearing the same clothes for after like three days. It's going to smell awful. It's going to be like that, and none of that materializes. Everybody, everybody deteriorates at the same rate. Everyone smells so bad but they all smell the same so it's it's you know you don't really notice everything's everything's like fine i i would say this is this is nirvana at this point nirvana yeah smells like teen spirit uh, nirvana in the sense that um you're kurt cobain you're about to blast your head off and end your race because you're absolutely shitting yourself because it's the long day tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> see that's all um i think the whole of the run as well if I was ever tired on day three, I'd just be thinking, how can I be tired now? This no, is nothing. But that's it. And I think that is the big mental thing because you you've basically run for three. You've what, run 60 miles at least at this, by this point in, in testing conditions. Um, hopefully, you've been getting sleep and stuff. But you, again, you've not been eating. Your body is adapting. Your body is adapting to anything. But it's just that it's that wall, that wall that's looming up of that long day when you're probably thinking – my, you know, this is this has been tough, but I have no idea what's gonna what's gonna happen um, tomorrow. And so, like you say, probably a lot of dropouts. Probably, you know, this is this is this is it when you drop out. I think once you've once you've hit the the long day, once you've made that commitment to do the long day, I think you're in it. You're in it to the end. If you're yeah, gonna drop yeah. out now, end of day three is it, it, gonna happen. And the people around camp, is there, are there nerves? Can you really sense that people are? Are worried. I don't. I, I think there's a certain amount of rest. That, this is this is what the, the the talk is about. There's always talk. The thing, the other thing is you get um you get these road books, you know, really detailed thing. The, the brilliant thing in them are the maps. They're like ordnance survey maps, and you look at it, and it's a line across a blank piece of paper. Because there's, no, <laughs> there's just no detail on it whatsoever. <laughs> They're absolutely useless. They just oh, brilliant! But they also create like have like the um, these like drawn cartoon type things to say that you know you go through a wadi and then you have to turn like right at these palm trees and stuff like that. It it it, it seems as though you're running across a desert. It's not very clear, but th- there is like defined paths and stuff like that, and it is. Yeah, but these these road books are almost there to they're there, supposed to be there to give you as much information, but they're there to almost like scare the shit out of you as well. It's like a little preview. There'll be someone that reads that road book out to you every day, as though you're in some sort of uh, Cuban factory, and they have to like read the newspaper out to give you the you know what, what's what's coming up. 
and you'll get it. You'll, you know, and they'll 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 have that. There'll be that palpable sense of there's a really big task above us. And the thing I think that scares a lot of people about the the, the day that's coming up is the fact that a lot, a lot of it's or well, some of it's going to be done in the dark. And there's strategy at this point because some people will decide. I don't even know what we're talking about. Day day the long day yet because we're not even on it. You're on day three. So again, <laughs> but this this mirrors it. You're starting to talk about that a lot. Day three, people are people are starting to get tired, but you're probably sleeping better. Because you're you're actually you've got some sort of fatigue in there as well. So, so do you think I should try and squeeze a kip in during the day? What do you mean squeeze a kip in during what when you finished? Yeah. Oh absolutely. You should be you should be like resting as much as possible. At this point, you know, you're you know, getting as much rest as possible is really important. Keeping off your feet, keeping the shade as much as possible. There will start to be like more and more people going to uh, Doc Trotters. Um, you know, with yeah. like little things. I think if your feet have held out to this point, you're in a really, really good place. If you're getting blisters on the bottom of your feet now, that's that doesn't that isn't good. Yeah, you shouldn't really be getting blisters on the bottom of your feet at any point. But um, yeah, you'll be making a- adaptations and stuff. So day three, I don't think there's a, there's a huge amount more to say because it's really it's the it's the big one. It's the big one tomorrow. Uh, and there are lots of letters coming in by now. Oh, people yes. getting messages. Yeah, this is it. And so that I think that, that's going to be a big thing that's going to that's going to be happening. So there'll be more and more coming through. Um, we, uh, well, I, I got mine in a weird order. Like I, I had like something from some people I didn't get at all, and they they did it every single day. And then I got like a bunch of messages with a, like three or four from the same person. So th- those things will be coming through. Um, again, you start. You know, there's like little victories and little highs and stuff that that come with it. You know, come, you start to enjoy coming back into camp. Everyone comes back into camp at different times, so yeah. you know. And there's, there's start, you start to get a rhythm. That's it. It's like a bit of a rhythm to the the camp and everything and, and things you can expect. And it's quite. I like that. To me, that is that sums up what I really enjoyed about doing the MDS. And I think that's what a lot of people like. And you know, you're you almost. I mean, if you like talking about injuries. Then you know it's going to be it's going to be that your Coronation Street EastEnders Emmerdale of the day about you know, what part of your knees hurting now what you know what's happening to your ankles and the, the rumours start spreading about anything there's stories that put in the same way when you get a Glastonbury before the internet you'd suddenly find out Michael Jackson's dead and he wasn't or there'd be these stories circling round and. and does, does something happen similar from tent to tent, or do they tend to just stick to themselves? I, it, in uh, no, 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 not at all. I, when when we when I did it, we we were all completely cut off. It's like we literally had left. We didn't know about anything that's happening back home. It was though we were completely mm. cut off, and we and I I really liked that. I think everyone in the in our tent liked that. It's like there's been a few situations where people have been using like mobile phones and stuff on the course. And you're now mm. banned from using it on the course. If you want to use a mobile phone, you have to come off in order to do it because you'll ruin it for other people. And there's this whole thing about the spirit of it. And, you know, your, people have come out to the desert. I mean, if your phone's working in the desert, that's pretty impressive. Although, yeah, amazing. Although I'm with O2 and I can't get a signal in, like, Regent Street. And I had a better signal when I was in Wazazat, which was crazy. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, so... But are there rumours going around, oh, so-and-so's been stealing this or so-and-so's cheating or... No. Did you hear about that guy who got carried out in a stretcher? And... Oh no, there's, there's, there's are, there are things like there's you know when people like when there's some like horrific injuries and stuff, mm. that's that's the thing that spread. But yeah, things like who's first and things like that, no one no one really cares. You get you get updates, so you all have to go to a briefing every morning. Basically, everyone starts at the same time, apart from on the um, long day and the marathon day. So you get the briefing by the Range Rover, um, and then they fire up the flare, and then 
they play the music and, and off you go. So everyone, they'll, they'll give an update. They read out all the names of all the people who've dropped out um, the, the day after they've dropped out. They'll re- read the names of the people who are leading. So you'll always have a sense and, of who, who's, who's in front and who's, who's doing well and not. And is that, is that almost like a funeral when they read out the names of the people who dropped out? Is it the, you know... Well, they boo and hiss. They boo and hiss. And then they... they <laughs> it, turns, it turns into like two minutes hate. Yeah, they absolutely they can't stand. I mean, if you've gone out for an injury... Especially an ankle injury of some sort. They really, oh, really, yeah. The worst injury of all. Yeah, that's it. So, no, in the year that we did it, the, the tsunami in Japan happened, and that was a massive disaster. And some, and some of the, like, the Japanese competitors came over, and it was a big thing about that. And it was really, and it, without it being cheesy, it was really quite emotional. And it was, it was really good. Like, you know, the, we, they all did like some silence for. The, um, for Japan, and then they all, all of the, the Japanese competitors, like wrote a message to be read out to everyone, and it was it was really good. And you, that's and you mm. start to get a bit more sense of togetherness between the, like the different nationalities and stuff by by this stage. I mean, the the organizer they, they try try to do this thing about which they call echoes of the bivouac or something like that. It's just so French, and they want you to go and <laughs> like they they have like a tent where you can go and film a video of you talking and stuff like that, which. I know you're clearly going to do. But what you have to remember is, because it's fundamentally a French organisation, you and no other British person is going to make it onto that roundup video at the end. <laughs> so, so there's no point in doing any of these things. You lit- do I need to learn some phrases in French? No, it doesn't make a difference. They'll know where you're, they'll know where you're from. You literally, uh, they will, like, it's like sort of um, uh, cultural whitewashing when it comes to you know, <laughs> according to according to the video records, no British person ever ran the marathon de Sartre. <laughs> but yeah, they try and do all that sort of stuff as well. So yeah, yeah, it's gonna be um, it's gonna be good. But there is, I think, there's a, you know, like I said, there's a sense of nervousness. People are getting tired. People are tired now. People have probably you know, a lot of people have run further than they've ever run before. Um, it, depending on what their build up is, um, little niggling injuries, that sort of thing. Um, food might be taken depending on how hot it is you know the fact that you're probably eating a little bit less food than normal and yeah that sort of overall reticence about what about what's coming but um but yeah long and and i i'm personally taking i, I mean I've, I've changed my my food is specific every single day um if i don't think i have one one day similar to the next and so i i for example are doing quite a, a relative carb load on the third day evening yeah in preparation for the long day, is is that typical? Are other people doing that, or do people tend to just say day one same as day two, same as day three, same as day four? I think most people eat the same thing throughout. I ate the same thing throughout, and I know that everyone in my tent ate the same, basically the same diet throughout. They stuck with one thing and just sort of stuck with it. Even even if it wasn't exactly the same meal, it was almost like there was there was no real sort of variation. But you know, I think I think that's sensible. You know that you're going to be you're going to have a higher load on them. On the long day, but then long day is all about strategy. All about strategy. Well, we can talk about that tomorrow. Let's talk about that tomorrow. So yeah, so that's day three. Boring, boring old day three. Yeah. So I guess I guess for the listeners, make sure you're sending in your messages. Ideally, you hopefully would have sent them in day two, but send but, them yeah, in now. Cause... If you haven't done, go to www.darbarud.com, um, and there'll be a link on there. You'll be able to click on. Um, type in the competitor um, number that you know and you'll be able to send a message to them and they'll be receiving it over the next couple of days and if you want to message me I'm 990 990 so I don't know I don't know what we're aiming 
as a group to message you today, but um, I'm sure it'll be hilarious when you eventually get it. <laughs> well, I I might be getting a message from David Cameron today. I, it's top what? secret, but by the time this comes out, it's not going to be top secret anymore. So, well, yes. there, there's your race ruined. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Yeah. Is he is he endorsing you? He, I, I, I wouldn't say necessarily endorsing, but he's uh, he's given me a certificate. I don't really understand what it is. <laughs> it's, it's coming out next week. <laughs> yeah, I'm like a boy scout. <laughs> I managed to swim ten yards. So, services for what? Services for services for street child, essentially. I think it's just it's one of those warm, huggy feeling type awards they're doing i do hope you get to give him a warm hug or he gets to give you a warm hug absolutely well i'll I'll take a do better top try and get some good photos (laughs) that that would be a challenge wouldn't it what 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 do we do with decam probably shouldn't talk about this because they they might stop it happening (laughs) Um, obviously we'll do nothing we'll do nothing yeah 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 we don't want to yeah we don't want to get banned as we could possibly get banned before the uh, the running awards if we if we talk into too, in too much detail this is this is one strictly for the facebook group so if you've not joined the facebook group and you want to be part of the uh, um, what do we do what do we do with a problem like decam <laughs> <laughs> that, that conversation if you go to facebook and look up bad boy running podcast and ask to join um, join the discussion there that's good though that you've yeah. been recognized i thought because you'd raised a certain amount of money for street child you automatically um, have a child named after you. David Cameron is what he was that child. David <laughs> Cameron has to be named. Uh, no, Dave. It's going to be ten thousand pounds, and you had a school. You've easily got ten thousand pounds. Yeah, I, I, I think. Well, the trouble was. Can you pick which because, school? And does it have to be a school in Sierra Leone? <laughs> I think it's going to be Sierra Leone. They're, they're in Nepal now, but I um, when I hit the first ten grand. I told a few people the school name, and uh, they didn't seem to. It didn't grasp them, should we say? What was the, what was the school yeah. name? Well, it was the David Hellard School for Future Presidents. <laughs> I just thought that's brilliant. If they all go there expecting to be the president, they're going to be the president. It's their expectations are, are set. Their, their trajectory is formed, and it could be the school where all the future Sierra Leone presidents come from. Just you, what a great school. Are you sure that Sierra Leone doesn't have a monarchy and that you're pushing your Republican agenda upon them? Oh, it could or, be. It could be. <laughs> you've just offended, That's why de- <laughs> you've offended the entire, entire nation of Sierra Leone, even though you've done more to help them than anyone. That's true. Um, well, yeah, I, I'd have to look into that, but... I'm a big fan of the Sierra Leone King, if there is one. Uh, if not, who knows? Maybe if I raise more, we could take over. <laughs> you could, a coup. I'd be a great king. Oh, we could rename the country Dubadadum. Do the Dubadum. Davidville. That would be the the capital. Hellard Town. I think we'd have to. I, th- I think we'd have to remove it. That. I mean, it's already poor and impoverished. And, <laughs> it doesn't um, need to be ridiculed as well. <laughs> <laughs> it's just pretty, to some extent, a state. I think um, being do-badded as well <laughs> would not would not help them out by any means. We need to but, do. We need, anyway, to do we, we need to do badder the Vatican or something somewhere somewhere that can survive that. Yeah, or like Monaco. Monaco. Something. So lots of money that we can just waste on useless projects. Anyway, we are, we are digressing. 
<laughs> well, you're getting your, your, while you're in, um, I was about to say Sierra Leone, while you're in the Sahara and also virtually accepting a certificate from um, uh, David Cameron, I mean, that's pretty impressive. Well, congratulations. Well, thank you for that. Well, we'll see you tomorrow on the, uh, on the yeah. long day. The big one. Uh, the long yeah. one. I'm, I'm nervous about it already. You should be. Uh, yeah. Speak to, speak to you then. Cheers, guys. Right, bye. Bye.